welcome to the podcast Unimagined, where current and former students share how they imagine education in schools could be regarding student leadership. We ask them to share about their experiences and offer advice on how we can all do better. episode, we interview Mitchell, who at the time was in seventh grade. He was part of a school that celebrated student growth without the typical grades, assessments, and homework. We hear him reflect on how the structure supported his educational and leadership development. So welcome, Mitchell. We had you take that VIA character assessment test, and you got back your top five character strengths. Can you tell us how you think that you use them in your life? I remember one of them was creativity, and I am very creative, and I like to do a lot of craft, and I love art. You also have social intelligence. What do you think they mean by social intelligence? I'm very good with talking to people and making new friends. It's funny because I actually have a lot of matching ones. So we have a couple of similar strengths. How do you see that working with your leadership in the classroom or in any other things you do? I feel like it would just help you connect with the people better that you're trying to be a leader too. How about humor? When do you find that you use your humor and how does it help you navigate certain maybe difficult situations? I mostly use my humor when I'm trying to help out a friend. When they're feeling sad or down, I would try to tell them a joke that's not really funny, that it's funny. I know exactly what you mean. It's really nice to have those types of friends. Those can be some of the best friends that you have. In your bio, you talked a little bit about an experience that you had. You are currently in seventh grade. Are all the kids in the school that you go to all starting at seventh grade? The school that I go to now Most of the seventh graders have gone there in sixth grade. Do you think you can describe your experience in the school that you spent most of your developmental years going to? It was a private school where there was mostly a lot of freedom with what you did. It wasn't like this task, you're going to do it now, and only this task. It was more something like, you can do this task, but that's just a suggestion. Just try to do something related to that. Did you like that? Did you feel like that was a good way for you to learn, giving your strengths? Yes, I did. I felt like that was like an amazing way to get used to what we are learning before something like a test. Can you describe an example of something that maybe you did or that a teacher encouraged you to do? It sounds like that your teachers really gave you the choice to decide how you were going to demonstrate your understanding about a topic. In my school, we had this thing where we would take a little bag and we would put it in a creek. We would take the bag, put it in a creek, and come back in like two weeks. 
and examine all of the bugs that were in there. It was really interesting, but I feel like if they did something at the school that I go to now, they would have a video of it, and they would show you a couple of bugs that they found in the in that video, and then we would have to do like a test on it. A lot of people really do prefer that hands-on learning because it really gets you to understand things more and it's more engaging. Do you think there are a lot more opportunities to be a leader and like take charge of your own education in that sense? Yeah, I feel like I had more control on what I was doing. Now it's either get a good grade or get a bad grade. And if I get a bad grade, there's some sort of punishment. Were there grades in the school that you went to before? No, my principal did not believe in grades or homework. Why do you think there were no grades? And why do you think that principal did not really value grades? I think it's probably because we were learning everything we really needed to learn in school. And so we didn't really need homework. And for the grades... I have no clue. Do you think that your teachers knew whether you had mastered the content that you were learning? I feel like they had a sense of like, if we were good, say we had a math thing on like circles and we were trying to figure out the circumference of it and say that a percentage of the kids weren't really doing that well and a percentage of the kids were doing pretty good. They would, they would try to help everyone, even if those kids were doing pretty well, they would help everyone at, in one group instead of just helping just the kids that weren't really doing well. What were the biggest struggles you faced in your old school versus the struggles you face in your new school? In my old school, I used to just go to my principal and talk about something that I strongly disagreed with. In my new school... I went to my principal and and the people that were at the front desk said that I couldn't talk and to go somewhere else and do something else. At my old school, I felt like I was just more open to ideas and to express my feelings. A lot of what we talk about on this podcast is how students sometimes don't feel like they're heard by adults or, you know, you're not really in charge of your education or you know, what's going on in your lives. And that's really something that we definitely think students in general should have more of a say in because what's some advice you think you have for school administrators, principals, teachers, parents on letting students have more of a say in their education? I feel like all the kids should have a say in something. If it's not like, well, we shouldn't get homework, we shouldn't have tests and stuff like that, at least make it so... They can say when they think that something doesn't line up correctly. Going back to the the story that you shared about your current school, why do you think that they weren't open to having you come and talk to anybody about the concern that you had? Maybe they thought that like I was just a kid and that I didn't have to have a same thing. Do you think that any of this experience that you're having at your new school is related to the COVID situation where you're not with your teachers full time and or do you think? Um, I feel like part of it could be because of COVID, but I still feel like most of it is just because they think that I'm just going to waste their time. 
Do you see yourself as a leader? I do, and I see myself as one of those leaders that's like more like helping people. One of those people that feel like more people should have a say in it. Everyone's more of a leader than just one person in charge of everyone. How can you use your leadership style, which is more like everybody having a say and being in part of the decision making? How do you think you'll be able to continue to be and use your leadership style in the current situation that you find yourself? I feel like I can be a leader by trying my hardest to get a say in stuff and being more recognized at the school than being another one of the kids. So do you think a big part of the type of leader you are is like working with your peers? Yeah, I definitely think that a big part of the leader that I am is working with other people instead of like working against other people or working like at a higher rank than other people. Okay, so say you were put into a group project, either virtually or in person, what kind of like roles would you assume in that situation? What would be like your first sort of steps when you're put into something like that? I would probably see what everyone thought about the project and see what everyone's ideas were to do something like. You seem very, very wise (laughs) for your age. (laughs) That's really cool. I don't think a whole lot of students have the opportunity or the confidence to do that. I think often teachers assign roles or give roles to a group and students don't have the opportunity to say, hey, you know, I really excel at organization. So can I make us a timeline? I really excel in my art. Can I design something for us? Where it sounds like from what you're sharing that you help facilitate that and identify who's strong and put them in those roles. And that's like, that's an amazing leader. Yeah. And how big were your classes at your previous school? So uh, SRV, the smallest class that I had was six people, three girls and three boys. The biggest class I had was like 26. And My classes weren't really that big, probably because it was a smaller school, but I still like having smaller classes because it means like more opportunities to do more fun stuff. I'm just curious, Mitchell, what's your favorite subject in school? At my old school, I loved shop. It's basically wood shop where you take some wood and you make whatever you want out of it. This school, it's either got to be science math or stem and stem is its own class yeah it doesn't sound like you're giving up on trying to make a difference so what approaches will you take to try and engage and use your leadership style to communicate and work with the system that you are working with in your school definitely going to try to get a hold of my principal somehow and try to like just give him ideas on how he can have that same type of leadership style do you know how you might approach that not entirely but lately i've been thinking of some ideas are you comfortable sharing some of those ideas 
Sure. So one of them was email him to see if I can set up a meeting with him or to just like try to walk in to his office during school one day or to try to get myself in trouble to get to him. I think you might have better luck if you demonstrating your leadership style, right? What is what is the challenge that you're facing, Mr. or Mrs. Principal, about this problem that I, in fact, am unhappy about? And I could see you with your your social intelligence ability and leadership style having a really good opportunity to to have that conversation. What opportunities do you encounter as a student with leadership skills? Like our teacher might assign a leader in our group projects, and most of the time it's not me. And most of the time that leader is a pyramid scheme leader, where, all right, everyone, you're under my control. It's like I have special powers against you, and I'm a higher rank than you now, so do whatever I say. Do you think that's typical of kids your age? I think it is. I think the idea of power over someone is like just, it might be a little bit too much for some kids where the power gets to their head and they think that they own the world or at least that one Zoom class. That's a really interesting observation. I want to see if you can elaborate on that a little bit in terms of status in school, eighth grade versus sixth grade versus seventh grade. Can you talk a little bit about how the the status of your grade level impacts your power level and what that might mean for a new kid coming in? I feel like sixth grade, everybody's new and nobody really knows each other that well. I feel like sixth grade isn't really that power addicted like we want power over something we want money we want control over everyone oh and like seventh grade is pretty much all of that could you talk a little bit about the difference between the two schools and how that has impacted your feelings about education schools and maybe the entire system of education so the difference between SRV and the school that I go to now is that SRV was this private school that had everything was open and free reign. The school that I go to now is more like closed chicken pen with all the chickens are very cramped and you don't really get any room to say something. Do you think that that's had like a damper on being able to express your individuality? A little bit. Not much, though. Like, I feel like now that I'm at the school I'm going to now, I've kind of blended in with the crowd instead of when I was at SRV where I stuck out from everyone and everybody knew me, when now I'm like the complete stranger. Is there anything that you think could be carried from your experience at SRV to the school that you're at? Things that you think could be possible to exist in the school that you're at right now under the constraints of size of classroom, hierarchy of student, and so on. What could be brought over from SRV to the school I'm at right now is the like free reign, where you actually get a say in what you do. 
instead, like, ask the kids, hey, so we have, like, a day off or, like, something, and you guys want to have school outside today or something, like, um, how about we do a fun activity instead of doing a quiz or whatever. So maybe a little bit more flexibility, student choice. Exactly. Yeah, it definitely is a theme that we've heard from students is it's hard to fit into the system. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on. It was really interesting to talk to you, especially because you're one of the younger people that we've had on this podcast. It's really cool to talk to. You know exactly what you're talking about. You're able to see this, and this is why students should be involved in their decisions so early on, because you know what's going on. You know what's up. It was great talking to you. What I really liked about this episode and the interview with Mitchell was hearing him reflect on his leadership style and identify ways he may be able to make changes, even in an environment where it's hard to be known by others because the school is so big. Do you ever wonder why some good kids get themselves in trouble? It's never that obvious, but after listening to Mitchell's story and challenges, I wonder how many kids try and get in trouble or do something to get noticed to maybe have a chance to chat with the principal. Thank you for listening to another episode of Unimagined. If this episode spoke to you, like it. If you think someone else could use it, share it. Or if you know of a student who has a story to tell, connect them to us. You can find me on Twitter at LConnell20. The theme music for this podcast was written and produced from a former colleague of mine, Keith McClendon, who is also an educator at a vocational school in Massachusetts.